Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, I thank you for your presence once again. I thank you for just allowing us to be here and to, and to recognize and know that you're with us. You're with us. We belong to you. And there is freedom now in the name of Jesus. Lord, as we take time to open up the word, I pray that hearts would be open to receive. I pray that the power of the Holy Spirit would work through me and out of me. And I pray, that, Holy Spirit, that you would move now in the hearts of your people. I pray that every person would come to know tonight, those here in the house, those that are watching online, that they would all know that Jesus is Savior. In your name I pray. Amen and amen. Praise God. Hey, would you open up your Bibles with me? Let's turn to Psalm chapter 32. My message is titled, The Freedom of Confession. The Freedom of Confession. Well, oftentimes when we hear just that word confession, it's like, eh, you know, that means bad news or that means I just gotta, I gotta tell somebody or some person stuff that I don't really want to say. But there is freedom in confession when we look to Jesus and as believers in faith. Uh, Psalm, Psalm chapter 32, uh, beginning with verse 1. If you got it, say amen. amen. Love this simple verse. Blessed is the one whose transgression, talking about sin, is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed. Now, if we're talking about the freedom of confession, you need to understand right out the gate, that those who confess their sin, those who look to Jesus and confess their wrongs, confess their stuff, confess the mess, you are blessed. That's what scripture says, that you are blessed. Not condemned, but blessed. You are blessed when you confess. Turn to somebody real quick and tell them, you are blessed when you confess. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says, blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven. Now, forgiveness can only happen when you confess the wrongs that you've done. If you're going to experience forgiveness, then you have to confess what you've done wrong. And oftentimes when we think confession, we think, oh man, that means I got to put myself out there. A lot of times we think, I don't do that. I don't put myself out there. I'm a private person. Nobody needs to know about my stuff. Well, let me tell you something. Jesus knows all about your stuff already. Oh, yes, he does. He's omniscient, meaning he's all-knowing, meaning he's the beginning and the end. He knows what you did wrong 20 years ago. He knows what you did wrong five days ago. He knows what you did wrong this morning. He knows what you said wrong. He knows what you thought wrong. Hello, somebody. That's a little uncomfortable, but that's the truth of it. Imagine if we put on display on this screen, one after the other, all of the wrong things that you've been thinking in the last 48 hours. Some of you would go running for the exits. But the Bible says, blessed is the one whose transgression, whose iniquity, whose sin is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Now that's awesome. Because not only are you blessed when you confess your mess, but then God decides to cover you with his grace, cover you with his love, cover you with his mercy, cover you with his righteousness, cover you with his blessing. His blessing being, I will never leave you nor forsake you. His blessing being, I've still got a plan for your life despite the mess that you've made. But when you confess your mess, I will forgive you and then I'm going to cover you. It's an amazing 
amazing concept, an amazing idea of, of how, how God would, would not only respond to failure, but that he covers our failure. And that covering happens when you and I look to the cross, the finished work of Jesus Christ, the one who took on our sin. Forgiveness happens when we receive Jesus who went to a cross. When you put your faith in Jesus, you receive a covering. When you confess your sin, you are free from that sin. You're free from the sin debt. You're free from that sense of guilt, that sense of shame, that sense of feeling like you can't get it right. When you confess, it's as simple as saying, God, I confess that I did this. I confess, God, that I lied. I confess that I cheated. I confess that I, I, I was totally ready to like really hurt somebody. I confess that I was filled with rage. I confess that I just got this lust in my heart and in my mind and I think these thoughts that I shouldn't think. I, I confess. And the moment you confess, God will bless you with this incredible covering, calling you and I unto himself, clothing us in his righteousness. When you and I deserve death for the things that we think in our mind, the stuff that has come out of our mouth, the things that we've done with our actions, our hands and our body. But God says, I want to bless you tonight. I want to bless you. When you confess what you've done wrong, I'm going to bless you. I'm not going to condemn you. I'm going to, I'm going to show you grace. When you confess, he goes, I forgive you. Now listen, jump over to Proverbs chapter 28. Proverbs chapter 28. And the Bible says this in verse 13. Proverbs 28 verse 13. You got it. Say amen. You still looking? Say amen. It's a book right after Psalms. Just, just to help you out. Praise God. And if you're on your app, on your phone, it's the book right after Psalms. Chapter 28, verse 13. You got to say amen. Listen, this is, what, this is what the Bible says in verse 13. Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper. Now, that word prosper is not necessarily referring to getting your money up. It's, this, this word prosper is a reflection of, of your, 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 your spiritual life growing in faith, growing in Christ as your Savior. To, to, to prosper is not simply just based upon money. There, God also wants to prosper you in your emotions. He wants to prosper you uh, just, uh, just spiritually. He wants to prosper you through the power of his Spirit working in you and through you. But there is, there, there's no growth. There, there's no well-being if you and I conceal our sin. It does no good for you and I to hide our mess. It doesn't do you any good to keep it a secret. When you keep sin a secret, you'll find yourself sinking into a place of self-preservation in the hope that nobody finds out about the things that you've done or the things that you've said or the things that you think. When you attempt to conceal the things that you've done wrong, you find yourself in this sinkhole of despair, this sinkhole of pride and fear, hoping and believing that maybe no one will ever find out about the stuff that I have looked at online. 
it's going to get quiet, and I'm okay with that tonight. Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them, meaning forsake the mess, meaning forsake sin, meaning turn away from those things that are wrong, you will obtain mercy. Now, mercy is good. Mercy is not getting what you deserve. That's what mercy is. God desires to show mercy for those who confess their sin. For those who are not going to hide or conceal or keep it a secret. But for those who are like, man, I'm just going to be vulnerable before God. I'm just, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be open. I've, I've made some mistakes. I'm wrong. I've got some mess. And when you confess your sin, God is merciful. The Bible says this again in verse 14. Blessed is the one who fears the Lord always. But whoever hardens his heart will fall into calamity. Don't harden your heart tonight. Don't come to a place where like, you know what? You know, I just, I don't need to confess because if, if you only kind of knew all the stuff that I've done wrong. And so I've learned to just kind of handle it. Look, I go to church. That, that should be good enough. All right? I was singing along with the song. You, you did the song like for like 10 minutes. I was trying to sing along. That should be enough. I make sure that I'm here every Sunday. I got my seat. I come in, all right? I even live stream from time to time, all right? I throw a prayer up from time to time, you know? But God likes to get directly to the mess. He desires to deal with it without condemnation. And so it does you no good if you attempt to hide and conceal your stuff. If you want the blessing, you'll confess what you've done wrong. If you want mercy, you'll confess what you've done wrong. Ah, oh, but this, this little thing that I kind of dibble-dabble into, it's not a big deal. It's a big deal with God. Because God does not want to share you with your mess. He doesn't want to share you with a life in the bondage of sin. God is a holy God. And so when God says, I want to bless you, I want to be merciful, it's because God wants all of you. And so when he says, I want to cover you, I'm going to cover your mess, I'm going to cover your sin. In order for him to cover that mess, you have to confess the mess and you have to allow God's spirit to step in and clean house. That's what happens. Okay, I'll confess this thing because it is kind of driving me crazy. But I, don't, I really don't need to confess this thing. Listen, it's... you. you you can't serve two masters. You can't say yes to God. God, would you handle this? But this thing you're going to still stay chained to and addicted to and a slave to. If you want true freedom, you'll confess this and you'll confess this. You won't conceal any of it. You'll just let him know all of it. And that comes out of faith in knowing, once again, that God wants to cover you and not condemn you. Some of you will still walk out of here and go, oh man, Lord, oh man. 
Some of you will go out of here and then you'll make a mistake Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, or Thursday, or Friday, and then you'll sit around Saturday trying to figure out whether I should go to church or not because I don't know if I should go to church. I don't want you to forget this message tonight. My message to you tonight is you need to come running into God's house and confess your sin and watch God cover you, watch God fill you, watch God set you free from every addiction, watch God mend every broken piece, and watch God cover the sin. Watch him do it. And maybe you won't even decide now. Maybe, maybe you'll walk out of here, but even if you walk out tonight and you go into your house and you can't shake this message because this isn't a really big hallelujah, amen message. I just felt in my spirit, I needed to get right to the mess. But some of you might go home and you might be wrestling with stuff. Stuff that you've watched on your phone, stuff that you watch on your laptop, stuff that you watch on TV, stuff that you watch on Netflix, a relationship that you're in that you shouldn't be in. A club that you keep going to that you should never go to. A bar that you step into hanging out with certain people that you should not be hanging out with. And I know that there are addictions that we struggle with and addictions that are constantly tormenting us. And there are struggles that you have and you should not conceal it anymore. Let God set you free. Verse 14, blessed is the one who fears the Lord always, but whoever hardens his heart will fall into calamity. Let me tell you something. If you think you're in a mess now, without confessing sin, it's just another fall just waiting for you. There's another pit. There's another hole. If you think you're okay, just no, 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 I'm good. I've kept it quiet from my parents long enough, you know. I'm good. Because I know there's some younger people here that might be going through some stuff, dealing with some things. There's freedom in confession. There's a blessing when you confess. There's a covering. Not condemnation, there's a covering. Turn to 1 John. I told you we were going to go through some scripture. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. The Bible says this, if we confess our sins, one, he is faithful, two, and just to forgive us our sins, and three, cleanse us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's really three incredible things that you need to know in regards to when that moment when you confess sin. The Bible says we confess our sins, he's faithful, meaning this. He's not going to turn his back on you. He's not going to abandon you because of the things that you've done wrong. He's not going to let you down. He's not going to throw his hands on his, his hips and be like, well, oh my goodness, that's just absolutely disgusting. Get out of my sight. That's not God. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing how regardless of what my three kids might do wrong, I'm still going to be there for them. No matter what they get themselves into, no matter what they bring to me that might be a disappointment or frustration, sometimes they get into arguments, they get into these little fights. Sometimes there's this aggravation that I see with them. Sometimes they talk back when they shouldn't talk back. And you know as parents, we don't like when they talk back. Uh -huh. right, right. Today's generation, they just get like really sarcastic. So they, like, they don't even raise their voice. 
to just like you say something. You know what? You really need to do this. Wow, really? Right now? Wow, really? Right now? It's like, it's like, it's like, whoa, did you just do that? Did you about to turn up on you right now? You know how your blood gets boiling, like, wow, wow, really? Or, or, I don't know if you've ever done it, or uh, you know, but there's, there's that moment in the house where, where the parent goes, hey, could you just take out the trash right now? Yeah, I'll do it later, as soon as I get done with whatever I got to do. No, 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 you're you going to do that now. No, 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 later. Why, why is it, why, why now? Like, in my generation? Okay, so I don't need to expound on that at all. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. And sometimes I'm like, wow, man, like, what's, what's with the, the constant pushback? What's with this constantly wanting to, like, do it the way you want to do it, when you want to do it, on your own time, whenever you feel like it. If I don't feel like it, you should respect my feelings and my emotions. And, so, and regardless of all of this stuff that we see in today's generation, my love doesn't change for my children. And I love it. I love it when my kids actually say, I'm sorry, Dad. And what's really amazing is when they confess that they've said something wrong or when they confess that they've done something wrong, it is an automatic reaction for me to cover them with love. Because whether they were getting it right or wrong yesterday or last week, my love hasn't changed. And so when, when you confess the wrong, I just want to smother my kids with more love because my love is unconditional for my kids. I'm not waiting for them to confess. No, say it, say it, say it right now, son. Say you did something wrong. Say you shouldn't. I, I need to hear you say that you came out your mouth sideways. I need you to say it. That's not my attitude. My, my hope in them confessing what they did wrong was so that I can smother them with more love and bless them even more. And do you know when my kids make mistakes or when, when, when my kids do something wrong, yeah, there's correction. Yeah, there's consequences. Yeah, there's going to be things that I administer to help create further discipline in their lives. But I'm still going to take them out to eat. We're still going to go hang out and go see a movie. We're still going to go to the basketball court and play ball. We're still going to go do fun things because I love them even more. Because when you confess, that means you're open to correction and you're open to God's blessing and you're open to God stepping in and covering you with love. He wants to bless you. He wants to bless you. He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And, this is important, cleanse. Without confession, there's no cleansing process. You have to confess your sin in order for God to step in and begin the cleansing work. This is why I don't, I don't shy away now in my prayer time with God. This is why for me now, I'm, I'm just like, man, if, just, if I'm wrestling with thoughts or just stuff that's just like creeping up, if I, if I react the wrong way to my wife, if, if, I, if I'm feeling like some kind of way, like in my flesh, because the flesh is really messed up, people. The flesh is dark and sinful, and boy, we, just, we make a mess of things with this flesh. 
And so I keep running to Jesus going, man, I confess, God, these thoughts. You know, I confess, God, Lord, please do a cleansing work in me. And I trust him not to condemn me, but to cleanse me. It's the only way you're going to be cleansed. It's the only way. And oh, let me tell you, when God steps in, it's, it's the power of the Holy Spirit that just steps in, begins to do this, not just a cleansing work, but a healing work. Not just a healing work, but this, this resurrection life that starts to stir up in you. It's, it's, it's the sanctifying work of God constantly and daily in your life. This is why confession is good, it's healthy, and it will set you free. He wants to cleanse you. He's willing to forgive you. And he's faithful to do it time and time again. Glory to God. It's time for a cleansing work. It's time for God to just do a complete flush. No more hiding. No more trying to conceal the things that you've done wrong. There's freedom in confession. You know, like I was sharing with you about my children. All the more, that's how the Heavenly Father feels about you when we confess our sin. When we look to God and say, God, I, I was wrong. I, I, made, I made a mistake. God, I've been wrong in my thinking. God, my, I've been wrong in my actions. God, would you change me? Would you cleanse me? Would you heal me? God, I've been, I've been all over the place just in my thinking. Sin, if you don't, listen, if you, if you don't confess your sin, you'll find yourself just spiraling out of control, going further and further into a very dark place. But just as simple as just confessing the wrong, God is going to cleanse you. He's going to set you free. He's going to walk with you. He's going to go with you. And it's an incredible journey when you know that you have a savior in Christ Jesus. Hey, this is God's house. And if it's God's house, there's no condemnation. There's no shaming. There's no embarrassment. This is God's house. And it's a safe place to be. And I want to pray. I want to pray with you. If you need to confess some things, I want you to come forward. I want to pray with you. I need to confess and I need God to do a cleansing work. This is our prayer tonight. I need to confess where I've been in my mind, where I've been just in my personal life, my actions, my behavior. This is not a place of shame. This is not us putting a spotlight on people who have done things wrong. No, it is not. This is God's house. Here in God's house, this is what you're going to experience. You're going to experience the cleansing work that happens by the power of the Holy Spirit. You're going to experience his love and his grace in the name of Jesus. And if this is you, I want you to step out of your seat right now and allow God to cleanse right now in the name of Jesus. So you get out of your seat. You come down here right now. You don't have to be embarrassed. We confess everything to God. He is faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins. Come on. 
No more concealing. No more hiding. No more keeping things a secret. You don't have to conceal it anymore. It does you no good. But there is a cleansing work that's going to happen right now in the name of Jesus. We're going to begin to pray for complete healing and the complete cleansing work of the Holy Spirit. And I know that there's still some more people here in the house of the Lord that might feel embarrassed. But the danger too is that you might also feel very comfortable in sin. It's a dangerous place to be, but the safe place to be is in the arms of God's grace and his love for you. And if you would believe in faith and just allow Jesus to do a cleansing work, so I want to still just invite you to come forward if that's you. I want you to pray a prayer in your own words. Sometimes I invite people just to repeat right after me, but just in your own words tonight, I'm going to ask you, and you don't have to be loud about it because this is just between you and God. And even as the prayer team is praying for you, they're just praying quietly over you as God continues to do a cleansing work here. But you pray this very simple prayer. God, I confess my wrong. I I confess my failure. I confess I've made mistakes tonight. And even if you're still here in the house and you need to make this same prayer, you do it right from your seat. God, I confess I've been thinking some things that are not right. God, I, I confess that I've been just, I've been watching things and taking things in in my personal time that I shouldn't be looking at. God, I confess I've been saying some things out of my mouth that I shouldn't be saying. God, I confess, I still have hatred in my heart for this person. You just confess and just tell him exactly what it is. Because as you confess, God steps in and he begins to do a cleansing work. And so now this is your prayer. After confession, God, cleanse me. Cleanse me. Cleanse my mind. Cleanse my heart. Cleanse my mind. Cleanse my heart. Come in. I receive you, Jesus, as my Savior. I believe you died for me. And it's because of your blood that I am washed and cleansed and made a new person. Be my savior. Live inside of me. Make me over again. Make me a new person. Wash me and cleanse me now. Forgive me of my sins. Ask for his forgiveness. Jesus, forgive me for the wrong I've done. I surrender now. Change my life. So now, church, let's begin to pray for them right now. Would you stretch your hands out? Stretch your hands towards our brothers and sisters that are up here. Prayer team, just begin to pray. Just start, just start praying for them. Hallelujah. 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 Oh God, wash, wash over your sons and daughters right now in the name of Jesus. Wash over them, oh God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. 
remove the guilt, remove the shame. I thank you, God, for your cleansing work right now. Hallelujah. 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 Church, listen. I'm going to say this in close. If we're going to walk right in this very dark hour here in our city and in this country, you need the power of the Holy Spirit. You can't do it without the power of the Holy Spirit. You have to surrender your life. You have to believe in faith that Jesus is Savior, that he went to the cross and died for your sins and rose again on the third day. And then you need to say yes to the Holy Spirit coming in and invading your soul. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. Not only will he give you a prayer language, but he's going to comfort you and lead you every step of the way. He's going to guide you into all truth. He's going to give you discernment. He's going to lead you and give you discernment so that as you step out these doors, you know where to go and where not to go. You know that this conversation is going in the wrong direction and the Holy Spirit working in you will steer you in another direction. You'll be able to walk with power and authority so that when you step into your office, when you step on the job and you hear stuff that's going on that shouldn't be going on, God will, by the power of the Holy Spirit, will cause you to either draw back and, and remove yourself or to step out in faith and say, you know what, let's change the conversation. I don't feel right about this and I think we need to go in a different direction in our content. And I'm telling you right now, this is not the hour for the believers, for the Christians, for the saints to draw back in fear. This is not the hour to be overcome by the bondage of sin. This is not the hour to be overcome by darkness and evil. This is the hour that we walk in the power of the Holy Spirit and we have the final say because we have Jesus Christ living inside of us. You and I, we are a blessed people. You're blessed. You're blessed because you have the gift of the Holy Spirit working in you. You have the victory in your home, your job, your relationships, your children, your marriage, whatever it is. You have the victory in the name of Jesus. God is raising up a generation of men and women that are going to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And we will no longer back down to the lies of the enemy. Do you know who you are in God? I know who I am. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. <laughs>